Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about something that has come up recently for me, and I just wanted to explain my opinion on the topic of generosity. Generosity is something that I truly believe to be one of the most powerful gifts that you can give another person. And I don't just mean in the form of generosity when it comes to buying gifts or spending money, but being generous with your time, being generous with your knowledge, your expertise, and essentially helping others without any expectation of receiving support or gifts or repayment for your efforts. Now, what I realized was that I would consider myself a very generous person. One of my love languages is gifts. I always love to shower my friends and family in gifts, and I put a lot of thought into them. Now, I understand that that is not everybody's love language, and it's not always how it's received. People don't put a lot of emphasis on how gifts are received. But a topic came up the other day when I had some friends over for dinner, and we were discussing this topic of generosity within our friend circle. One of the things that came up was when we pay for dinner or drinks for our friends or our family, and there never seems to be a reciprocation. Now, we obviously don't want to keep score when it comes to things like that, but there are certain people that will always take advantage of a situation, only pay for their own food or drinks, or only pay for the bare minimum, and will never offer to be generous to their friends or family and have this sort of level of expectation. Then when you ask them about it, or if they, you know, if they volunteer the information, they'll complain that they don't have money. They'll say that, you know, they're on a really tight budget, which is all fair and well, But sometimes actions don't align with those comments where they might be going out spending lots on material things or on uh, lavish vacations and stuff like that. Now, why I'm bringing this up is because within a friend circle, there are obviously going to be people that make more money than others. Same goes for relationships, same goes for family dynamics. And what I have found is that there is often an expectation that the people that know they make less money are, you know, they've got that sort of self-pitying, poor me attitude where they shouldn't have to pay for the bill because everybody at the table makes more money than them and things like that. And it's not so much about paying the bill because in Canada, there's a really big culture of everybody getting split bills. And when I was living in Australia, no restaurants would ever 
give you a split bill. You just had to figure it out. So if there's six people at the table, you would divide the bill by six and each person would pay the same amount. And, you know, one person would put it on their credit card and then the rest would transfer them the 60 bucks or whatever. But in Canada, all waitresses will have your bill separated by seat number. So if you order a pasta and one wine, you'll get billed for your pasta and one wine. Whereas if your friend orders a steak and five wines, they'll get billed for the steak and five wines. Now, this totally seems fair. I get that. But when it comes to certain events like a dinner party or when somebody invites you out and they offer to pay, what I find is that it's often the same people offering to cover the bill, offering to buy a round of drinks, offering to pay the tab, and that may be because they're more financially sound than the other person, but it's the thought that counts of the reciprocation that's important. So for example, if your friends take you out for dinner one night and it's to celebrate your birthday and they take you to a fancy restaurant and the bill is $500, the next time you're with them, if you're not super rich, like just bring a bottle of wine to their house to gift them, you know, instead of saying, oh, I brought this bottle of wine for me to drink but maybe you bring a bottle of wine for you to drink and a bottle of wine to them for hosting, or you take them out for breakfast or coffee one day. It's the gesture instead of the dollar figure, because to the people who are consistently generous, it can feel exhausting and unappreciative if the people that you are constantly generous with, because you know they're not in the same financial position as you, are not reciprocating by giving thanks. And it can be even something like them doing you a favor. Maybe they take care of your dog for a couple of days. Maybe they come and water your plants while you're away on vacation. And the act of generosity, I think, is such an interesting dynamic among people because when you are generous, the biggest thing is that you don't want to do it with expectations of getting something in return. That's not why we're generous. We're generous because we are investing in social capital. So I want that to sink in for a second. We are investing in social capital, which means that we value the person's relationship with us. We value the value that they add to our life, whether it's in our business, whether it's with our family, whether it's our friend circle. And it can feel a little arduous when the value and the, and the generosity is always a one-way street. And this is not just in the form of money and spending, but also in doing favors, in listening. Listening is another big one. When you're constantly somebody's, you know, ventilation, person, ventilation maybe wasn't the right word, <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? When, when somebody is always coming to you like their therapist and they never ask you anything about yourself, when they never ask you anything about your business, about what's happening in your life, about your relationship, but instead every time you meet up with them, all they do is using, they're using you to vent about their problems or to talk about their work or to talk about their personal life it becomes very draining and it becomes resentful to spend time with this person when it's not a reciprocal relationship. So 
What I'm trying to get at in this episode is that the act of generosity goes a long way. And should you notice that somebody is being generous with you, whether it's their time, their expertise, their finances, their love, their support and listening to you and the things that you're going through, it's important that you appreciate them and let them know that their generosity has not gone unnoticed, that their generosity is appreciated, that you want to reciprocate in any way that you can so that they too feel appreciated. Because this can have a very big toll on relationships. And I've literally cut off friends before because I felt like every time I spent time with them, all I listened to was their complaining, was their drama, was their relationship sadness or their work stress. And whilst I understand that that's part of being a friend and being in a, you know, tight relationship, if it's always a one way street, that's not a relationship. And if it's always a one way street with all forms of generosity, that's not a relationship. It's taking advantage of a situation. And I just want you to do a social inventory of the people in your life and figure out who are the people that you are generous with. Do they, do they reciprocate? Do they make you feel valued? Do they make you feel appreciated? Do they make you feel happy when you're around them? Or do they drain your energy? Do they make you feel exhausted? Do they make you feel resentful? Like you're constantly giving, giving, giving. And there are going to be seasons of giving and there are going to be seasons of receiving. But if those seasons continue for far too long, then it's time to take a social inventory. And it might be even worth having a conversation with that person about boundaries and expectations within the relationship. Do they care about you? Are they invested in you? Are they invested in your life? Do they want to know about your wins and successes or your problems and challenges and difficulties? Or is it always about them? Is it always about their financial pain? Is it always that they never have enough money so they can't come out? So then you end up fronting them for dinner because you want to see them. These are some of the things that you need to do a social inventory on and have a clear understanding of who your energy givers are and who your energy drainers are. And if the energy drainers are people that you want to keep in your life, then it may be worth having a discussion around what level of appreciation you would appreciate to receive in return for the value that they've, you've added to their life. So when we look at our relationships, our life is completely based around relationships, whether it's our business, whether it's our romantic relationships, our friendships. And every time we are generous with our time, our energy, anything, we are investing in our social capital. So ask yourself, who's investing in your relationship? Are you reciprocating to them? Are you investing in them? And who are you investing in? And are they investing in you back? So thank you so much for listening. I hope this has given you some clarity. I hope it gives you some insight into your own network and where you should be spending your time and energy effectively. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you soon. 
Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey. Honey.